0: hello everyone and
1: welcome to show hoppers today we are covering the white lotus season one episode five the lotus eaters i am mr sal a high school science teacher watching the white lotus for the second time because i liked it so much the first time i wanted to watch it again and podcast about it with my co-host and former student who is watching the white lotus for the first
0: time kurt hello kurt Hi, everyone, and as always, I'm glad to be here with the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants, the Sierra series, Mr. Sal.
1: Uh, I'm glad to have you here, Kurt. I could use the dead weight. Make me stronger. <laughs> I, forget, I hate you. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. No, maybe not enjoyed it, but okay. Well, we have watched episode five, the penultimate episode of The White Lotus with this cast as we know it. Oh, kind of sad.
0: Very sad, actually. But uh, we're excited to see the new White Lotus. We're, we're, why are we're, you sad? We're gonna Zell, miss... was, it a, was it a really bad episode? Or was it a really good episode? No, we're
1: we're sad to see this <laughs> cast of characters have only one episode. Well, I guess this one and one more to cover. So mm-hmm. anyway, let's let's take a guess at each other's ratings. I think I I don't think there's any topping the previous episode for for you with this episode. Uh, the, the the focus clearly shifts away from Shane and Rachel, which I don't think is a good thing for you. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I shouldn't say it clearly shifts away from Shane and Rachel. I feel like they kind of take a backseat to the Mossbachers in this episode. Uh, and maybe even Tanya, they're probably the tertiary story in this episode. Uh, so I, I don't I don't think that does any favors for you. So I I think you I think you like the the stuff with the Mossbachers. I think you maybe even like the tiny stuff in this episode, uh, but I think you missed the the focus on Shane and Rachel that has been there so far. So uh, I'm going to say you gave this a nine.
0: All right. Um, I mean the Mossbachers have always been your favorite, and I I would agree that the Mossbachers are definitely I think more or less the highlight of the episode. So you love the Mossbachers. Mark, seemingly, is your favorite character. And Mark and Nicole's relationship stuff, I think that's great for you. Kai's quandary. I thought you enjoyed that. Uh, Tanya, I, I I think what you saw of the other ones you liked, I think you gave us a 10.
1: Oh, wow. Ooh, bullish.
0: For, how bullish of you. Well, uh, you, you know what? You're right, though. I did give it a 10. <laughs> <laughs> and I... I was going to give it a nine. I ended up going up to a ten cause I was like, you know, I actually don't have any real complaints for the episode. Right? I I
1: think that I think that I, exactly what I said is why you were thinking of a nine. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it probably is because my, my I, I do like the Pattisons a lot, and they are there, and what they do have is pretty good. But yeah. and also Armand also takes a bit of a backseat. They, yes, they're not as prevalent.
1: That is true. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think when that happens to, to me, anyway, maybe I'm projecting a bit here, but when I watch a series and I have favorite characters and they take a bit, a backseat for the episode, it's almost impossible for me to give it a ten. Even,
0: I do like the Mossbachers. I do, yeah. like the Mossblockers. I still yeah. like them. I still like. Yeah. Them. All right. Good. Well. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I I said we'd get Nicole character development this episode, and we sure we sure do. I I, I think we get a ton of. I, I had said before that I thought she was the most underdeveloped character up to this point. I don't necessarily feel that way anymore. I, no, I think definitely not. Yeah. She, she gets a lot in this episode, which I think is great. I, I love the Mossbacher stuff. And and I'm including Paula and Kai in with the Mossbachers. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe they should be their own thing. I am as well, though. No, I will. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. I mean, they're so interconnected. It's hard not to. So... But yeah, I love the Miles Backer stuff. I actually really love the Tanya stuff in this episode as well. I yeah, really, probably my, I think it's probably my least favorite stuff, okay. the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um but and then is the Shane and Rachel stuff is I it's Shane and Rachel stuff. Although it clearly is coming to oh, a head okay. here. We had mentioned last <laughs> episode that you we felt like there would be a, some kind of climax in this episode and I think all three of those storylines do kind of get
0: uh, I don't i don't know if it's a climax because we don't know what's yet to come. But Yeah, I don't, I don't think there actually is a, a set climax for any, of, any one of them. I mean, the closest mm-hmm. one would be Rachel and Shane if you ask me, but even that though, is, you know, they're still she hasn't left him by the end of this episode mm-hmm. or anything. How, how about
1: this? Everybody gets an inflection point in this episode okay would, would would you agree
0: with that sentiment i don't think armand and belinda do okay I'm, but I'm but the, the three the three the three, three guests are yes, yes yes no they do they do though no that's uh, yeah, that's fair
1: okay you know she, the, the,
0: actually all the hotel staff seems defeated
1: <laughs> yes they do they seem very defeated deflated just really not good not... except maybe dylan dylan's feeling pretty good I guess it looks like
0: he's out to work today, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so never mind. I don't think he's feeling good.
1: Yeah. What are you doing here? But, uh, yeah. But Shane and Rachel, kind of, their relationship seemingly comes to a head with Rachel's big drop on this deaf-eared Shane, which is a really derogatory thing to say because it's not... <laughs> I'll rephrase. Um, I think it's... This this ignorant Shane who who pays no attention uh, as as she says I think I've made a huge mistake this is <laughs> like a, kind of a big deal <laughs> uh, anyway uh, there's there's that really uh, strong inflection point for them the the Mossbachers uh, I think uh, actually multiple inflection points here because well so I'll come back to that Tanya has an inflection point here she she shows Greg the core of the onion. And Greg seems cool with it, so I mean that's a that's a really big deal for Tanya. This is what she's been afraid of. She's always it seems like she's her whole life. It seems has been afraid of showing people the core of the onion, and she does it here. And she 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 has this kind of outburst where she lays it all out on the table, and it seems like it goes pretty well, better than she expected. So that's kind of an inflection point for her. And then you know, Mark and Nicole seem to have an inflection point here. They actually kiss at the
0: end. I, I, they, I know, is that the first bit of romance we've seen between yeah. them?
1: So, yeah. I, mean, the, I guess the hand-holding at dinner was a, a, was a really... I mean, I, that gave me goosebumps when, when she touched his hand. I was like, oh, my God, this is like actual real affection. The, we haven't really seen that f- between anybody except
0: maybe Paul and Kai. <laughs> right? No, fair enough. Just the excitement from handholding. Yeah, I've, but but seriously, <laughs> you know, you know, no, 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 But you're right. Then, no, you're right.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's well, it's funny. I, a funny story about handholding. Really quick. I remember yeah. like. Uh, This is getting pretty personal. I maybe shouldn't tell the story. I mean, it's too personal. (laughs) Nah, I'll tell it anyway. So (laughs) this was, I I was, you know, a working professional and I had a a second date with with somebody and uh, we went to a movie and I held her hand. And she told me later after we had gotten kind of serious, actually, she said, yeah, that second date when you held my hand, I was kind of freaked out by that. She was like, I said, really? Really? And I said, if I had kissed you, would that have freaked you out less? She's like, oh, yeah, so much less. I was like, really? Really? Yeah, I don't know. What? (laughs) I, she said that handholding is significantly more intimate. Apparently, to some people, I didn't realize that. I I don't feel like it is necessarily. But, I don't think <laughs> so,
0: I don't think to either. But, so,
1: I mean... so but anyway, that was you know one person's hot take, and and so when I saw Nicole hold Mark's hand, I actually thought of that moment because I was like, this is very intimate, and this is sincere and sincere affection that we have not seen between two characters other than maybe Paula and Kai. And I'm still not even convinced that we've seen it there. Uh, and and that's, a, that's a big deal, especially from these two people that have had so much disdain for one another. So, right. so that was a big deal. Um, so that's a big inflection point. And then the relationship between Paula and Olivia, I think has an inflection point in this episode as well.
0: Definitely. I mean, uh, last episode, we saw a bit more of the breakdown between the two of how Paul spoke about Liv to Kai. Mm-hmm. Throughout this entire episode, I mean, the way they look at each other and the mannerisms that they treat each other with. it Yeah, no, it, it doesn't look like they're really that much of friends anymore. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, really, really good stuff here in this episode. I I I love this episode so much. This is probably my favorite one of the season so far. Uh, It's your favorite episode? I think so. I think so. I have to you know reevaluate, but uh, but I really, I've only given out one other ten. It was Mysterious Monkeys, which I did love. Mysterious Monkeys. I love this one for different reasons though, and I think that this one takes the cake so far you have the finale goes too but yeah this is this is this is great so i think uh well let's talk about stuff that we found funny in this episode i nothing, nothing at all no it's not a funny <laughs> episode. Uh, I, I really enjoyed seeing nicole continue to get more and more frustrated with Paula's many conditions. So when when Olivia says when Olivia says she's allergic to ibuprofen, Nicole just kind of half under her breath, but not so much that Olivia can't hear it goes, of course she
0: is. Speaking of which, uh, she's yet to have a panic attack or anything, which maybe maybe she will. I don't know. I I was wondering if they they were foreshadowing that. And actually something that was annoying me going into this episode, I forgot Mm -hmm. to mention, it was the lack of Tanya's ashes being mentioned with nah. like, oh, it's been a while since so we've read anything with the ashes that was kind of central to her but <laughs> yeah they brought him back so well it good. hasn't
1: when... been a while it was one episode
0: that she yeah, didn't felt talk like about this <laughs> <Okay. laughs> all right felt like a while and well, she so
1: threw him on the nightstand and that's where they stayed okay so and, yeah, and of them.
0: i liked when the ashes came back <laughs> okay <laughs> good. I'm to say very that. good very good <laughs> very good gave them to and just that the whole rest of that scene went. There's story scheme of how you think something's going to go. So the Tony right. and Greg stuff, you think it's going to go one way. Yes, I, it no, nah, it surprised me. It was fun yeah,
1: along absolutely. The way. So, yeah, it, it was. It was great. Um, the uh, when Paul is talking about, well, I guess Olivia actually is talking about why Paul was upset the night before about the the Hawaiian dancing.
0: <laughs> Mark says, "You're allergic to fire." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. that, that whole little a little conversational bit by them i thought was kind of funny i mean in, in in a way of how they i don't know i i think all their um their semi-political conversations are kind of funny oh
1: they're yeah. they, they are they're they're yeah. funny and they kind of hurt a little bit as well i think so. yeah yeah, know yeah there's,
0: there's some realism to uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah, absolutely. Uh, all At the core of The Onion is just a straight-up alcoholic lunatic.
0: Yeah, sort description of Tanya, yeah. The Tanya-Belinda stuff. I like how much Belinda's really now into this business proposal and what she mostly cares about. And just <laughs> constantly, when she's talking like with her at dinner and yep. Tanya's sad about Greg, she's just talking about the business stuff. Oh, over uh-huh. very good. Ah.
1: Now, in Belinda's defense, Tanya does say, I don't want to talk about the romance stuff, so... I mean, what else are they supposed to talk about really, but, yeah, but, funny, yeah. but yeah, she is always shoe hammering that business plan in wherever she possibly can.
0: That's a, that's a good word for it. Yeah.
1: Shoe hammering, right? <laughs> this is, I think a perfect usage of shoe hammering. It it so, is. Is <laughs> yes. Uh, by the way, for those of you who haven't heard our other stuff, uh, we use shoe hammering when we mean shoe horning, but, uh, we, we, we like shoe hammering better.
0: It makes more sense. <laughs>
1: okay yes all right uh, uh what about uh ma- mom what's with the Tourette's <laughs> when, when oh yeah, she starts <laughs>
0: off. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: she's it's, I mean yeah so it's one f-bomb
0: after another and Olivia's what's with the Tourette's uh Kitty's funny as a whole but I, I thought when Armand takes them to the pineapple suite and uh, Kitty's kind of almost seemed like it's not that great. Like, a ah, little, little <laughs> really the in the pineapple theme. In here. <laughs> oh, not that deep. She's like complaining about it. And I, I, I do like how Armand tries to make peace with Shane, but oh yeah, it doesn't look like it's working out for him. He he, mm-hmm. he he's capitulated defeat, but it looks like a,
1: oh yeah. It's not, it's what does he say? I hope we can. Uh, be copacetic is that what he, he said he
0: used the big word yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like and, and
1: shane says i bet <laughs> yeah I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, that hurts but uh, yeah and then uh also i i just roared when tanya tried to stick the flower in her hair before she went
0: oh to yeah, <laughs> <Gregor>. oh, yeah. <laughs> the like that's not that's not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of gave up I, I love it oh my god i love it so much anyway yeah. So yeah, but I didn't think this this episode had that much humor compared to the other ones. Yeah, it's 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 not like it's not like mysterious monkeys where you know
1: Mark is having bar conversations about leprosy while trying to pick up women, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or well, eating comparing you know sex with his wife to eating worms. But no, it's <laughs> it's still very funny. I think most of the the humor in this episode uh, is from Tanya, and, and I do find Tanya's story actually quite funny in this episode. So anyway, okay. all right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about on the humor front? Uh, no. No. All right. Okay. Well, let's talk then about our favorite scenes. Let's take a guess Ooh. at each other's favorite scenes. I am going to go and say, go ahead and say that uh, you. Let's see. It's really hard for me to pick between these two scenes because they kind of are so blended together in my mind. But uh, I, I'm I'm thinking it's between the patent breakfast where Armand tells some good news, the pineapple sweet is ready. Uh, and you know, <laughs> kitty was, was starting to feel like she had let down her only son and oh, the general manager's number you gave me didn't work and all, all that stuff. Um, I think, uh, Oh, and, um, and you know, because you didn't even mention this when during the funny stuff, so I, I'm I'm thinking this has got to be it because. then Shane says, "Oh yeah, I tried to come by to tell you last night, but you were really, really busy." So uh, I think that's very funny. I think you found it funny. You deliberately didn't tell me it or didn't mention it in the funny parts because that's your favorite scene. All right. Uh, you. Uh, my by the way, my other choice was. The introduction of the pineapple sweet.
0: Okay, so... Ba- ba- <laughs> the Pattinson. Okay. Yeah, the the, fa- the Pattins. I think your favorite scene... I should just go with the Mossbachers' dinner scene, actually. <laughs> <That's> the <laughs> one in the past quite a bit. <laughs> but... Oh, jeez. Like, there's so many it could be. That I don't know. Like, did you pick the robbery? Did you do... I think you did the kind of the first real bit of Nicole's character. Nicole being angry at Mark. Uh, about him telling Quinn about the affair. That's what. I, that's what I think you put.
1: Boy, there's so many good scenes in this episode. Oh man, it's just really, really hard for me. Uh, I, I had originally put down not that one. I had originally put down the Mossbacher breakfast, not dinner, uh, where they have the conversation about imperialism and about the it's their political conversation. But I ultimately, uh, I, I, I go with uh, Tanya showing. Greg the core of the onion <laughs> I I love that scene so much I, I can't I just I I can't get enough of it I, I just think it's so amazing Like she's so obsessed with not showing him this the, and she's convinced this is going to drive him away she spends the whole episode obsessing about you know making sure he doesn't see her watching him swim right and making sure you know eavesdropping on him and she 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 goes out on a limb here and she tells him everything one of the reasons i love this so much is because i i I was not i was i was i would say a little bit older when i met my wife by older i mean like 30 okay so (laughs) i'm not talking like a lot i'm not talking like you know uh uh Autumn of our years meeting here so but um but i i met her when i was you know i was i thought i was past like the dating age right so uh so we were, i was about 30 and, and i i remember thinking i am not playing games anymore it, it was driving me crazy like every time i'd go on a date with someone it would just be like you, games about you know when you should make the next contact like how much should you withhold early and i was like i'm not doing it anymore so i I went into this relationship with my now wife uh very openly and just like laid everything and she did the same (laughs) we just laid everything out there like very early because we were like we don't want to waste time with this this is not something we enjoy your your efficiency here yeah well it's yeah it's about efficiency yes but it's like you know if if this is going to come out and be a problem eventually, I just assume it would be a problem right now before I get invested in this relationship. So, you know, it's and I, I mean, I'm I'm glad we did. I'm so grateful all the time that that's the way we did it because I, it just I, I hate that getting invested in in a relationship and becoming really attached and then. Then you talk about the serious stuff that could end the relationship. Yeah, it, it's it's really bad. I hate that so much. So I love that Tanya did this. Uh, I I love that she was so vulnerable. She calls herself deeply insecure, which is like a really. I mean, clearly she is insecure, but th- what a what a self aware assessment, huh? Like <laughs> knowing that you're that 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 you have that that issue is is like really impressive actually so i can see greg's being impressed with this because this is clearly someone who knows herself well and and it's only when you really know yourself that you can make any effort toward you know making yourself someone that you like better do you know what i mean
0: yeah fixing your problems
1: yeah yeah i mean i don't want to necessarily call them problems that need to be Mm -hmm. fixed but but She clearly has some amount of dislike for this stuff about herself, and you know she can probably get to a place, especially with the support of someone who accepts it. She can probably get to a place where she likes herself more, which I really want to see for all these characters. And and Tanya, I think, is is a good example of that in this scene. So, Hmm,
0: that that, you make a very excellent point with that scene. And it's funny. And it's funny. 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Anyway, thank you for complimenting my points about that scene It's
0: good nah, that's a good choice uh i did not pick any i actually just picked the robbery scene robbery seems a good scene <laughs> so. I like the robbery scene because I, I was wondering if that's where someone was gonna die oh i was like is this how someone dies or do they have a gun Are they gonna shoot kai is kai gonna like kill nicole by accident or like on purpose is he gonna kill mark now what's gonna happen
1: mm. that's a great point i mean i you know knowing not knowing who dies and when, and knowing that this is the penultimate episode, I can definitely, I, I guess I I guess I kind of remember having that thought, is somebody
0: going to die right here? Is this where it happens?
1: So, yeah, that's so, great.
0: So, that's, so yeah, that, that was mine. I, I thought it was uh, very intense. Awesome. But then no one died.
1: No one died. So. But, I mean, you know, it's, two people fell seemingly back
0: in like at least, if not love. And, you know, that, and that's a principle I think of you know, showhoppers talked about um but does it fix a marriage again? A kid, right? <laughs> Ma- marriage yeah a kid does not fix a marriage. Marriage does not fix a uh, relationship. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, but a near death robbery and or robbery event can fix mm-hmm. a relationship and marriage.
1: You know what it is? It's shared trauma. <laughs>
0: I like my way of wording it more. <laughs> yeah. So know, uh, yeah, your, your way is very specific. <laughs> because that will fix it. I mean
1: I don't I don't know. Share if it will. trauma. Shared trauma. I don't know. I don't know if it will every time. I think that, that that can that is very it's it's very uh polarizing. It's it either is going to fix it or destroy it. Like, yeah. the, shared trauma is like I mean Either the two people need each other now because they're the ones who understand each other best because they have that shared experience, or they never want to think about that experience and again, and that person reminds them of the experience, so they can't be together anymore. So it's it's really I I don't think it's a, there's too much middle ground there. So it's good to see Mark and Nicole seemingly on the first path here.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, fair, fair. So yeah, no, no, that, that that's good to see.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I but I also like the robbery scene. It is a it's it's really cool because I, you have that scene before it with Paula and Kai discussing whether or not they sh- that he should even do this, and Paula clearly wants him to. He's more hesitant. So to see him do it does indicate that he listens to Paula. That, you know, yeah, the, a, bit the, a bit corrupted. Well, I mean, I don't. If you view, if you want to view it that way, you can. But at least. She she got to him. She what she said resonated with him enough to try to make this happen. So
0: basically, if the if she was undercover law enforcement, Paula, this would be entrapment. It would be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know what I like better about this scene than anything? Cause I, I I assume you're talking about this scene intercut with what's going on on the boat and intercut with like the golf cart. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So
1: so it's not just if I can add all that. Yes. In the trade winds, the trade winds being the The sweet that Mossbachers occupy. So you're not just talking about in the trade winds. You're talking about the Mossbachers returning to the trade winds. You're talking about the kids on the boat. Yeah. So I mean, my favorite part of that scene is actually knowing that Paula knows that she told Kai to go there, and now the Mossbachers are returning there. And and she doesn't know what's going to happen. She can't possibly know.
0: She should have tried fixing the relationship right then and there. How so? I don't know, but it would have helped out Kai. Oh, fixing the Mossbachers' relationship. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like while they're trying to leave, be like, wait, Nicole, come back. And then you guys love each other, and a a bracelet doesn't mean anything for that, right? Did he take both or one of the bracelets?
1: He took like everything in there. It was it was oh, okay. both bracelets. There was some cash. I think he yeah. took the whole lot. I don't know he took the whole lot. Because okay. well, because Olivia later says that he's she's so sorry alive. that that uh Paul's necklace is gone too.
0: hmm Yeah, just just an hour after she put it over there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course she's it. she says it you know, tongue firmly planted in cheek. When she says it, like I, I. It seems to me like Olivia is on to her a little bit. Oh here. yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. So, so.
1: Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, this is good stuff. Oh man, I can't wait to run through this episode scene by scene. I just, I love the idea of recounting these scenes because they're so good. Let's get started, shall we? Okay. Yeah. All right. Paul and Kai sneak into a room because Kai has a master key because he works for. White Lotus. Dylan is worried about getting in trouble and is picking his own shifts per wasted Armand's promise. <laughs> Armand doesn't remember any of this, but Dylan certainly does. Too bad. Yeah. And Greg leaves Tanya in a coughing fit. So Paul and Kai sneaking into the room, Dylan being worried about what happened, be- getting caught with Armand the night before, and Greg leaving Tanya in a coughing fit. So we're we're seeing triple uh triple coitus or triple (laughs) yeah yeah, triple coitus yeah we'll go with that (laughs) so so three people like either in the middle of or just after having sex with each other or three um couples i guess and uh yeah i I think the one that kind of stands out to me in this one is greg leaving tanya so it it seemed to me at that point, like Greg was just done with Tanya.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's the inclination throughout the entire episode. Yeah, Greg's right. done.
1: It's like he's faking a cough to get out. Of it. <laughs> this is I gotta go get some water. Like she doesn't have any water, <laughs> so so yeah. I, I that that one really kind of stuck out with for me. You know, um, Dylan. Uh, it kind of I don't I don't want to say extorting. Armand, because if anything, Armand kind of extorted Dylan (laughs) already. So, you know, Dylan's just kind of cashing the checks here. Uh, And and Anyway, let's get back to Paula and Kai. Kai tells Paula that he wants her to stay and that Olivia was hitting on him. He even made her a necklace.
0: And Paula tells him that, sorry, go ahead. No, I don't think this is the case at all. But I would have found it hysterical if it came out that this, because it's a nice looking necklace, if this was just yeah. like from the gift shop. It's, I made you the oh, necklace yeah. <laughs> at this point, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be like, you know, Kai really does care for her, which does end up, it, it seems as such. Or like if he's like playing her in some way. Right. <laughs> but I, I was, I, it <laughs> would have been funny if she like went to the gift shop and saw this exact necklace for sale. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but alas, not well, not yet. Anyway, maybe we'll see it in episode six. I don't think. But, uh, Paula tells uh, him that they'll probably never see each other again. She's very romantic, but she really <laughs> likes him. <laughs> She's just trying to be real with him, you know. Well, yeah, so, I respect that. I I know absolutely. It, it and, this, and this is sad. You know, it's really sad when two actually, people have uh, such different views of the relationship that you know Paula seems to be. You know, realistically looking at it, like yeah, it's never really gonna go anywhere so i'll just have fun and kai is is asking her to stay which is you know a, a huge commitment from paula that he's asking for mm-hmm. so th- this is interesting anyway she wants to help him by helping him take something so, a heist a heist we have uh, we have this is the heist episode
0: <laughs> the heist
1: yeah. all right quinn joins the rowers his dead weight will make them stronger, just like yours makes me stronger, great.
0: Thank you. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I like to see that. I thought Quinn already went with them. I wasn't sure if he had or hadn't. We uh, didn't don't, speak with them. Yeah. But yeah. So he clearly yeah, was them. I think, the, think
1: the, imp- yeah, this, this is, the implication is that this is the first time that he's gone with oh, them. definitely. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Mark tells Nicole how Quinn knows about the bracelets, and she's very upset with him because they agreed not to tell the kids. So now. She needs to have a conversation, not just with Quinn, but also with Olivia. And it was very selfish of him to tell that story. Now, do you I, agree with that
0: assessment? So, see, I think this is the most nuanced argument so far. Oh, yeah. Show, where, oh. where, like, man, I wouldn't want to be in this argument. No this way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know who's right who's wrong here because they're both I'm pretty good. Like, uh, Nicole's biggest... Good, you know biggest thing for her argument is that well mark agreed not they agreed not to tell the kids, so they already yep. agreed not to do that, and now yeah. also she kind of now needs to tell the kids, yep, or at least she needs to talk about it in some way to at least Quinn mm-hmm. otherwise Quinn knows she's keeping it from him, but Mark you know after is learning about his dad's death and stuff, felt responsible for needing to uh, it's, oh my <laughs> it's
1: yeah and i I think there's even more nuance to the Uh, Nicole not wanting to talk to Quinn about her. I'm sorry, Nicole having to talk to Quinn about it because Mm -hmm. I don't think she only feels that she needs to talk to Quinn about it because she doesn't want to feel like she's keeping a secret. I think that she needs for him to hear her perspective of the affair because Mm -hmm. she doesn't know know what he's thinking about mark having the affair is it because mark screwed up is it because she drove him away like what what is you know why would she take him back you know that that i can see is a really valid argument for this because quinn may be looking at nicole as weak now because she took mark back and she has to have that conversation to kind of set that right you know and or he may be looking at nicole as money grubbing like um $75,000 bracelets bought her off that's all it took <laughs> to to have for for her her forgiveness when clearly she's still in a lot of pain about it it's, yeah. it's it's not that the that the bracelets did it you know it's not that the bracelets erased the the memory of it so it, there's a, there's so much to this it's it's a really great argument actually
0: it is it's very very nuanced Mm-hmm. Argument where I don't really know who's in the right, if anyone's even in the right.
1: I I tend to side with Nicole here, especially knowing that they agreed not to tell the kids like that. That's pretty damning. But I understand. I totally understand why Mark wants to have the conversation oh, yeah. with Quinn. And actually, I'm very sympathetic to Mark later when he says, "I just need somebody to respect me or whatever it is that he says." Mm-hmm. I'll read it when I get there. But but yeah, I, I think that's really. I'm very sympathetic to to his situation. Um, I mean, certainly not sympathetic to him having an affair, but but, uh, but to the, the the desire, the need to feel respected. That's that's pretty sad that he doesn't feel like he has that. Yeah. So, certainly. but but they if they agreed not to tell the kids, he should not have done that. Yeah. And Nicole her didn't do anything
0: wrong. No. Like she, like Mark did say something that he agreed not to. So yep. I like, guess ultimately Nicole is in the right.
1: Yeah. yeah she, <laughs> she is, but it's, but it's hard not to be at least a little sympathetic with Mark. I mean, you know, the, yeah. I think it's like, we didn't see him have the affair. So we're, we're only seeing this, this after this afterward where it seems like he's kind of made more of an effort with Nicole than Nicole has made with him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Would, yeah. would you agree with that?
0: Oh yeah, certainly. certainly.
1: <clears throat> so it's hard not to have a little bit of bias in that direction, but, uh you know he did have an affair so so it, it, we really need to to always remember that he is he committed the offense here it, yeah, it was exactly. not it was not nicole so so it's i think this scene helps make nicole's kind of i don't, I don't want to say I don't want to say that she's, you know, ignored him, but the, the, it makes her kind Why she's of been distant. Yeah, she you know she she re, she rebuffed his advances when he came after her like a gorilla, you know. <laughs> and and she didn't seem all that concerned about him possibly having cancer. Like, and and it made her seem cold and distant all the way through. And then we learned about the affair and that, you know, certainly makes her her attitude toward mark a lot more understandable Uh, and now that we know that that we see the pain that she's in because of it it makes her so sympathetic so so i do love the way they kind of have flipped that narrative and shifted allegiance over kind of from mark to nicole which is really interesting i don't know it's 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 incredible when writing can do that so good for them
0: at least that's the way i feel I, i don't know if you no, I sympathize more with Nicole now than I used yeah. to Definitely. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Because before, you don't really know a lot about Nicole. All I see in Nicole's perspective is Mark does try to be closer with her and she mm-hmm. doesn't really care. Um, and we, last episode, we did learn about the affair, which kind of explained it, but we still didn't know mm-hmm. a lot about Nicole and she wasn't very, again, nuanced. But right. they they really, she, she was, they rounded out her character a lot better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think last episode, we kind of had this pr- the perspective of, of Quinn, which was, All right, Dad cheated on Mom. Dad bought Mom seventy five thousand dollars bracelets. They're still together, so it must be that all she wanted was the bracelets. Like Mm -hmm. that—that's the perspective that we had because we only heard from Mark that part of the story, right? Exactly. (laughs) So that's exactly what we thought. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) right. So now seeing the pain that she's actually still in is—is it's important and it really shifts the narrative and shifts our—at least my sympathy quite a lot. So, anyway. Oh, oh, this is a good show. Okay. <laughs> Olivia looking uh, for aspirin for Paula, which is you know, because, you know, she's allergic to ibuprofen, of course, uh, picks up on the tension between Mark and Nicole. At least it seems to me like she's picking up on that tension.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although she's definitely going to pick up on it later because it's going to be on full display. So <laughs> at any rate, all right, good news, Kurt. The pineapple suite, you know, the one with the plunge pool, the private balcony, that's going to be ready by midday. So the the path. path the patents will be in there today. Yeah, it's a good thing because Kitty was starting to feel like she'd failed her only son. (laughs) It's a good thing Armand got it ready too because he was really busy last night. Oh, so busy, so busy. Too busy for Shane to swing by and tell him that the number on that business card for the general manager did not work. So he he was very busy. Um, Anyway, Rachel looks mortified through this entire exchange. I mean, she's just ready to jump out of her skin
0: yeah i got yeah fair enough yeah all right
1: the mossbacher breakfast olivia asks paula who the guy is and paula doesn't deny it anymore she just says you know who he is oh because, the
0: gloves are off Yeah,
1: because now paula knows that olivia was hitting on him so it's 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 all out there now uh quinn arrives and tells them about uh rowing with the team on the canoe Uh, Today is scuba day and the whole family can come. Oh, yay. They're all very happy to be going on this excursion together. Uh, They're they're not by the way, Paula left dinner last night because it was upsetting watching the Hawaiians dance for a bunch of white people. Not because she's allergic to fire like Mark. thinks.
0: (laughs) I think it's critical to know that she never said this. No, (laughs) you said it all for her.
1: Yes. (laughs) It's, it is very critical. Uh, Obviously, I, I i do love this line mark obviously imperialism was bad you shouldn't kill people steal their land, and then make them dance everybody knows that but it's humanity welcome to history welcome to america so i mean up to that point that where he says everybody knows that you kind of like yeah you're right mark yes everybody knows that imperialism is bad but then he continues. And then, you know, that's where he sticks his foot in his mouth with, <laughs> you know, but that's humanity. Welcome to history. Welcome to America. <laughs> Ouch. And then, he's, then he keeps going and says nobody cedes their privilege. It's absurd. Yeah, he doesn't make it
0: worse than worse oh.
1: he, he, he had a point to jump off there. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, imperialism bad. That that what should have been enough. But yeah, nobody sees their privilege. It's absurd. Mm. And by the way, what I love about one of the things I love about this scene, and one of the reasons why I almost called this my favorite scene, is not because you, you get the typical Mossbacher political uh, conversations happening around a, a meal table, but the whole time Paula is clutching at that necklace that Kai gave her. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but she's yeah. she's holding it. She has her hand on it the whole time. So. Mm-hmm. This is a this is cool. This is good stuff. All right, Tanya tells Belinda about the date, but she knows she's going to get hurt. What if he doesn't like the next layer of the onion? She just wants to show him that alcoholic lunatic core and let the chips fall where they may. Belinda. Okay. Makes a not so smooth transition to her business plan. <laughs> which, right. this, this is exactly the kind of work we could do at the center. <laughs> like, oh, come on, anyway. Uh, and which Tanya takes, she takes the business plan like she's taking a dirty diaper from Belinda. It's really mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like two fingers. Like oh, okay, I put
0: this over my <laughs> Yeah.
1: So yeah. So I, I feel bad for Belinda here because you can see this excitement that Tanya had for the, for this, for funding Belinda center. Uh, you can see it waning because she's got this other interest that has cropped up. Uh, but at the same time, like Belinda's really shoe hammering this in here. It's, 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 it's rough. It's, it's as a uh, Paula and Olivia would say, it's cringe. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: You <laughs> Did I use that
1: right? Oh, good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to add about this scene? No, no, nothing. No, no, nothing particular. Okay. The infamous pineapple sweet.
1: Did I use infamous correctly here? Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, inf- the long fable that thinks bad. Yeah. Long <laughs> fabled There you go.
1: There you go. The elusive pineapple <laughs> sweet. <laughs> here it is. It's free of charge, by the way. Wow. And, you know, it's free of charge because... Armand wants us to be copacetic, he says to Shane, to which Shane replies,
0: I bet, and walks away. I've never heard that word before. I mean, I, I could get context clues. Just
1: yeah. Like <laughs> copacetic, yes. So, <laughs>
0: Big words there.
1: Yeah, but this is a sick burn by by Shane as he walks away. Yes. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Alright, Paula wants to put a necklace in the safe and, and or, this is all a ploy, obviously, by Paula to get the combination to the safe which she does because Olivia takes the necklace over there and gets the safe, the safe code. It's ten twenty six. Oh, that's Olivia's birthday. How sweet. But this is all done in the context of Nicole and Mark arguing. Yes. Tanya creeps around Greg's door. Does a little eavesdropping. He opens the door on her.
0: <laughs> I don't know. why I forgot to mention that. That was really funny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But he's going to do a few laps and then he'll text her. Don't worry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shane takes a swim in the ocean leaving Rachel alone with Kitty which this is really bad form by Shane by the way this is like it's bad enough that your mother is on this honeymoon with you but, yeah, but you're she, going to she's you know, an all right mom Well, okay fine but i mean i don't know i mean from Shane's perspective sure but you're going to leave your new wife alone with your mother while on your honeymoon recipe for disaster terrible idea and it's it's it seems like i'm right in that regard I'm i mean kitty
0: had a good time kitty yeah <laughs> i'm sure she did not about kitty oh no, about sorry. kitty well shane yeah <laughs> I think kitty's real important to shane so.
1: uh, clearly anyway tanya watches greg swim sneakily but not sneakily enough so it's pretty funny watching jennifer cool in yeah. her sunglasses just kind of hiding behind curtains and whatnot incidentally i can't imagine an open cabana in one of these places you think it'd be that busy i i would think that they'd be booked pretty well maybe not they, oh, they, how they,
0: expensive it is the question
1: yeah I, th- I, w- I bet they have enough cabanas for everyone if they want
0: one possibly
1: so know. anyway Anyway, uh, Shane told Kitty that Rachel is having a bit of an identity crisis, which I mean, this is this is awful. This is nightmarish. This is nightmarish stuff here from Kitty Patton. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Shane mentioned that you're having a bit of an identity crisis while on your honeymoon. Oh, my God. Uh, she shouldn't be self-conscious, though. She has a lot of you know a lot of great girls came and went, but he picked her. For his, yeah. trof- for his trophy wife. <laughs> that does make me
0: feel better. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she should just keep making him happy because that's what she's good at. Don't worry about being good at other stuff. doesn't matter. What you are good at right now is making my son
0: happy. So you just keep doing that. Oh, this is, awful. this is so painful to watch. <laughs> it is. Poor Rachel. It's when she says, like, you're making me sound like a trophy wife. Yeah. That's not so bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no denial whatsoever. Like,
1: yeah, that's actually what you are. You didn't know that. I'm surprised.
0: <laughs> oh. That's not terrible. Oh. It's so gross. It's disgusting.
1: Paula gives Kai, gives Kai everything he needs to steal the necklaces. Uh, not necklaces sorry bracelets yeah. uh, he's hesitant though it's a moral quandary is stealing from the Mossbockers the same as stealing from the people who stole from him that's a good question fair is, is, is it the same thing Paula seems to think stealing from the Mossbockers is equivalent to stealing from the people who, who stole, stole from Kai from yeah and Kai's not so sure this is an interesting dilemma well,
0: how do you feel I, I, I mean I, I think the stealing is wrong here assume, i mean i i think but, stealing
1: is you know, pretty much universally you know, right. wrong so so i i don't think i don't think that kai does the right thing here you no, but it's all but entrantment I, though i do understand paul's point though you yes. know th- that especially after that breakfast that she just had oh man the Mossbachers feel a lot like investors in the white lotus so Anyway, so I I do I take her point, but it you know it's 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 really not a good idea for Kai. Clearly not a good idea for Kai because it doesn't go very well. Anyway, although he does get away with the stuff, right?
0: Yeah, he does get away with that. Yeah, wherever he goes afterward.
1: Yeah, who knows? All right, Rachel tries to open up to her mom, to Rachel's mom, not Kitty but her mom's at the market and she'll just call her back later because just as she's saying, I think I made a huge mistake. Her mom says, I can't hear you. Let me call you back later. Which is this is, this is crushing. This is, this hurts on the scuba boat. Mark tells Nicole that he told Quinn because he needs someone in his life to respect him. If even just for admitting his failures and this sets sets off Nicole, she leaves in a fit of f-bombs, and she's tired of being a punching bag. I should mention that she had just, Nicole had, ju- I'm sorry, Olivia had just gotten on Nicole's case for sending Text a work thing. email. Yeah. So, or email, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, um so she's taking it from all angles here. And, and so she finally says, enough is enough, leaves. And Mark does follow her. And this is where we get, I think, your favorite scene, right? Yeah. Kai, Kai enters the Mossbacher suite and the safe. Nicole returns. She sobs, and uh, you know, I, you know what I love about this scene. Actually, this book made, I said my favorite thing was knowing what was going with it on in Paul's mind, but maybe I think my favorite scene is watching Nicole come in here. She's sobbing, and you see what she does while Starts she's sobbing. Yeah. She, she not just packing. I don't think it's packing necessarily. Just folding? She, she's folding Olivia's clothes. So it's like she, she comes in motherly. It, it, well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like she's she's got a, t- a whole ton of maternal instinct here. But but that's something that she can control. She's she's probably sending her sending her mind back to days when it was simpler when she folded her kids clothes. Um, I mean, it, it's it's really it, I, I really enjoyed that. Anyway, she and Kai run into each other and he tells her not to move. Mark, though, shows up and tackles kai who messes mark up and takes off and then this is all intercut with scenes from the boat uh, where quinn and paula and olivia are still there and olivia i'm sorry paula is just really kind of boiling over when they return in fact the police armand and the kids and the parents convene in the trade winds and paula is just simply stunned now belinda joins tanya who never heard from greg for dinner she hasn't looked at the business plan yet and uh that's much to belinda's chagrin because she's going to keep shoe hammering it in here. <laughs> shane and kitty have repulsing talk <laughs> while uh, uh, rachel crawls in her skin and i can't uh i can't remember exactly what they talked about they like it's about neighbors crap. yeah it's like so, yeah, I think I'd say he's not going so well. Like, that, mm-hmm. I think Shane says something about somebody that they know who's you know, not, not doing well right now. But anyway, Belinda can't stop talking about the Wellness Center, but Greg texts and Tanya is off. The Mossbacher's entire stay is now comped. So bring on the Don Julio 1942 tanya meets up with greg who caught up who uh, got caught up watching the nuggets and that's why he didn't text apparently very thoughtful guy greg <laughs> um, the kids are really impressed with mark saving mom and nicole takes his hand and what might might be the most touching loving affectionate moment in the series up to this point
0: <laughs> i guess none of this i Not really accurate uh, I, I
1: mean i i got goosebumps when she did this it's like uh, I it seems like something good has happened for these two which it does is, it looks it, like the is coming out of this all right yeah that's good stuff anyway uh the look mark gives her is so sad and so beautiful it's like he's shocked and and yet he's just overjoyed that his wife took his hand it's uh it's so good uh Kitty says goodbye, and on her way out, she whispers in Rachel's ear, be happy, Rachel. It's In this, like, really just disgusting way. <laughs> I don't, it's not disgusting, though. It's like, I don't think Katie, or Kitty has mm-hmm. ill intentions here. But she's completely tone
0: deaf. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, yes. no, no, you no, I, that? I agree. Yeah. So I, nothing Kitty does to Rachel is in bad sentiment. Yeah. Right. It's all just, yeah, you put a great tone deaf. She, she doesn't realize what Rachel's looking for in this relationship. Yeah. And she She doesn't, she's just thinking about what she would be
1: looking for in that relationship. Exactly. Exactly. And she also doesn't realize the harm she's doing by projecting herself onto Rachel. It's really, it's really pretty, pretty awesome. Anyway, Tanya, uh, we, we get the Tanya opening up of the onion here with Greg, which is my favorite scene. Anyway, um, she puts it all out there, tears, ashes, and all, and implores him to leave. She begs him to get, leave, get out of here, basically saying, save yourself. <laughs> you don't want any part of this. But he still wants her. And uh, he doesn't want the ashes, but he still wants her. And it's, it's, this is a really nice moment, too. It's Again, like some of these characters are getting some, some, some happiness, some joy back in their lives, which is really nice to see. It is not Rachel, not Rachel, (laughs) but but Tanya and Mark and Nicole, not Paula. We'll get to her in a minute and not Armand and Belinda for sure. Uh, After Mark and Nicole kiss, which is, um, I mean, that's, that's all we, we see them kissing, which it's the whole scene. It's really great. Anyway, Armand and Belinda share a drink. I mean, Armand is drinking in front of Belinda now, which tells you where Armand's mental state is. They share a drink and they share their disdain for all these lotus eaters. So, what do, you, what do you make of this term, lotus eaters?
0: I mean, it's called the White Lotus.
1: So, there's yep. people that are gnawing away. I guess. Thumb. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, what it, that's what it seems like. If they are the, they White, are the lotus, White Lotus, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, these are people who are sucking their own souls or sucking their souls away from them. Yeah. Anyway, Rachel tells Shane. That she thinks she made a terrible mistake but he doesn't even hear her she's too busy reading malcolm gladwell (laughs) and blink i believe was the book anyway (laughs) olivia appears to be uh connecting the dots as paula just like cries in bed can't even respond to olivia can't even look at her so i also want to point out that every episode up to this point except for the very first one because the very first episode opened in the airport Okay, but after the airport everything has started and ended with paula oh it's usually been paula and olivia
0: yeah geez yeah okay <laughs> so paula's the <gasps> paula she's a returning character i never thought about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of which well let's do that first since you brought it up oh let's you want to do the die and return stuff Let's do that first. Yeah, Since you you just brought up returning characters, let's let's talk about that. You last week made some predictions. You said that I think that's not the right episode. Here we go. You said last week that you predicted that the most likely character to be dead at the end of this series, the death, the box that's being loaded onto the plane, you predicted as number one, Armand, number two, Tanya, number three, Mark. Uh You want to stick with that? Now, okay.
0: I'm gonna swap out Mark for Paula.
1: Okay, so Paula at number three. Yes. And are you leaving Armand at number one yes. and Tanya at number two? Okay. Yes. Because this is your last chance. I know. Okay. All right. So locked in. Nobody's died yet. So presumably there's only one episode left. So presumably somebody's dying in this episode. And you're saying it's most likely to be Armand, then Tanya, then Paula. Yes. Okay. Now returning, you said last time that it was most likely to be Belinda followed by Tanya and then Armand. Do you want to stick with that?
0: I will say Belinda.
1: Number one.
0: Yes. Number one. Okay.
1: So that's not changing.
0: That's not changing. Number two, Paula.
1: Number two, Paula. That's new.
0: Number three, Uh Armand.
1: Armand. Okay. All right. So you're still hedging with Armand here.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And now you're hedging with Paula as well. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So Paula does seem to be a little more central to this story than, than we uh, have given her credit for. But like I said, she's been she's the bookend of every episode, really. And actually, even that first episode, the first thing, thing we see after the airport, which, once we go to flashback, the first flashback scene is Paula and Olivia kind of predicting everybody's backstories on the boat. Well, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. So really everything at the white Lotus has been bookended by Paula anyway. Okay. Fantastic. So you are, you're going with the next episode. Armand will most likely be dead, but if not Armand, then Tanya, then Paula. And returning for the next season, which, by the way, do not watch a teaser for the next season, okay? <laughs> I have. I, I, I didn't plan on that until <laughs> I took both. Okay, good. So uh, uh, returning for the next season, your main choice is Belinda. She'll be returning. Uh, if not her, then you're, like, thinking Paula or Armand. Yes. All right. Fantastic. Well, I guess it's, uh, it's just about time to check in on the time. Have you, have you got the time, Kurt?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's, let's go see what the time has to say. Ain't oh. hey, no time like a TV time. Oh, oh of course, TV yes. time. I Wonderful. do agree. Okay. I agree
1: with that sentiment. By the way, there ain't no time like a TV
0: time. Yeah, it's very incomparable. Although 132 is very it's close. Anyway.
1: <laughs> that's good... I like 123 better because it's one two three. see that's 1234. 1234. 1234 is even better. Gosh, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So, what do you think the people gave this episode on a scale from one to five? Five. Sixty-six percent did give it a five. That is correct.
0: See, this is the hard part.
1: The characters. I listen. You might want to hold off on my character rating because I've been waffling back and forth.
0: Mr. Sal, office. me too. I, I ended up not running anyone down because I was like, <laughs> I gotta, I'm just gonna wait till like I'm just gonna see what I feel in the moment this is so hard for me okay, I mean, I'm, right, glad, I'm glad it's hard for you as well i'm glad it was not just me okay so you want to take a guess at the audience first i i guess um geez what would the audience say i just really don't know where the audience is feeling though like i, I think it's got like they're not gonna say Armand. they might say rachel they could say mark they could say nicole um i think they probably paula it's not even a bad shout hi I don't think it's votable maybe he is and if he is maybe they voted for him but um, I think I think the audience likes Rachel I think, I think the audience voted Rachel
1: I think you're right 52% said Rachel
0: there you go okay, good.
1: <sighs> this so. is so oh, this is so hard oh my gosh all right I'm gonna try to talk this out about you okay so wait, wait, uh, don't,
0: don't guess mine I don't have mine yet
1: okay well I don't really have mine yet either <laughs> so, so I'm just kind of talking it out oh yeah I guess okay all right all right I'm. I'm gonna lock mine in. You lock yours in. Okay, wait, I'll, um, I'll lock mine. In. I, but I'm changing it. This is not what I had originally. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. So,
1: so I'm changing my vote right now. I'm locking I, it in, though.
0: You, I, I'm locking mine now.
1: Okay, you're locked in. I locked in mine. All right. So I, I have to try to guess yours first because this is uh, that's per tradition. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I don't think you pick Shane Rachel or is kitty even votable Hold
0: on. i wouldn't know yeah
1: all right so i don't i don't think you pick shane or rachel or kitty kitty is votable um so i think you're off of that i don't think you pick armand for this episode among the mossbockers well, i don't th- i also don't think you pick tanya so uh, th- there we go so now i i don't think you would pick quinn or olivia i think Mark, Nicole, and Paula are all on the
0: table for you.
1: Uh, I think you go with
0: Mark. Okay. Jeez, I don't know. I I think so here I I think I know which two you're down to. The issue okay. is I don't know which one you picked.
1: That's interesting. I I, think, I, I,
0: okay. Well <laughs> were you down to like four? Uh, three. I had three. three. I was really oh, torn there's there's two i thought you would really be picking between nicole and paula okay i think i think you had paula written down and you just swapped to nicole final answer nicole oh my god that's exactly what happened (laughs) i also ended with nicole oh did you okay i did all right great i did i did it with nicole
1: there you go (laughs) wow holy cow i mean exactly what i did i had paula I had Paula there from the first time I watched it. I went through and did it again right after I watched it the second time. I voted for Paula again. But I ultimately just switched I just switched it to Nicole. That was a fun prediction there. It was. That was really good. Good for you. Now, I think that, I think Nicole like it's it's like I said, she was underdeveloped up to this point and this episode
0: went so far toward developing her. <laughs> that that's exactly why I ended up picking her. I, I was I was torn I was torn between her and Paula actually mostly as well. Mark yeah. a bit, but mostly Mm -hmm. most of those two yeah and that was the biggest determinant i was like you know what though going into this nicole probably is the biggest characterization growth that being said though paula's probably second oh yeah paula gets a lot last episode yeah still still good for paula yeah
1: the thing is i didn't think paula was underdeveloped to begin with but i agree but i i I do think like paula is, is a such a such a a much bigger and more important character than I realized in the early episodes. Like these last two episodes have been so focused on her, and she's really interesting. So, I, yeah, I, I do love Faya. Oh, so close to voting for her, but nah, went it with Nicole. Oh well. I I, th- I think honestly, I think that discussion we had about the argument early on. Went a long way toward getting my vote to shift to Nicole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also uh, the, just the handholding, like really I've, I, I got chills and I've never gotten chills in this, uh, in this series. So I, I had, that, that's good stuff. All right. Fantastic. So we've covered TV time. We've covered our, we have made our predictions. <sighs> One more episode with me knowing more than you, which is, that's, Oh, then you're
0: since... they go, going to even footing. next <laughs> That's season. right. I love that.
1: <laughs> It's true. Yes, it's happened before. It's happening again. So, all right. The next episode, by the way, last episode of the season, uh, last episode with this cast, except for one major player, uh, is called Departures. Oh, and the so, first
0: episode was Arrivals.
1: That's but... right. Arrivals yeah, and Departures. Okay. So here we go. So, all right. Well, folks, if you'd like to contact us, it's showhopperspodcast.gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love to have five star ratings and reviews if you wouldn't, if you would be so kind. Uh, we would love to have you share the podcast, please. That would be fantastic. Spread it around like so much butter on a roll. I don't know. If that was terrible. Anyway, uh, so uh, eat those lotuses. That's the lotuses are delicious, from what I understand. And uh, yeah, and thank you for listening. Remember, death is the end of life. Uh, why should life all labor be? Shoehammer hammer some showhoppers into your day.